Welcome to episode 21 of Sipping Teachers. I am your host, Michelle Weeks, a life coach for teachers and a teacher of little people too. In this podcast, I share short, punchy snippets of practical advice and strategies to alleviate your overwhelm, avoid burnout, and to help you become the most confident and productive teacher you can be. It is your double shot coffee alternative to make you love and balance life inside and outside the school gates. In this week's episode, we are going to be sipping over how not only to survive, but actually to enjoy the process of writing reports. What? Now, I know that even though term two and report writing can make the most stoic of teachers weak at the knees, I also know that these tips and tricks help not only to ease the process, but also to help switch your thinking so that you are able to view the process as enjoyable. So it's very obvious that the workload required of teachers throughout the day is increasing. Anyone can tell you that. And I recently saw this post shared by Kerry from our creative classroom and Dumbo Steiner, which I thought was so true. And if you are here with me, I know that you'll listen to this and you'll be able to list off even more of your own personal circumstances. But this is what the post said. 29 reports, 19 individual learning plans, full house teacher parent-teacher interviews, organizing camp, organizing an excursion, an incursion, weekly planning, making materials, four-week meetings a week, assessment and data admin, yard duties, sick bay, running the lunchtime gardening club, student voice committee member, welfare leader, homework and assignment marking, hours of PD, differentiating like crazy, getting next term planners ready, please keep your lockers areas clear, oh, And I forgot to include teach. So yeah, I know that feeling that you are in right now, that kind of overwhelm and that long list didn't even consider reports. So with a plate being so full and with reports being required, I thought I would share a range of strategies to help to to support you through the process. Many of these are also shared in my nourishing guide to thrive this report writing season, which you can find in the link in my bio, or just send me an email and I can forward it through to you for future reference. So here we go. The first one is setting boundaries. So setting boundaries can be really difficult, but they always increase productivity and they empower you with a sense of control. Setting boundaries around the amount of time you commit to writing reports enables you to achieve balance by making time for other things that you value in your life as well. Boundaries also make you prioritize your your tasks productively, sorry, and they help you to cut out the busy work and the desire to procrastinate. So actually, the more constraint you are with your time, the more intentional you'll be when you're writing your reports. And I find using a timer really helpful here. So you set the timer, you limit your distractions around you. Yes, that includes putting the phone away (laughs) and you actually stop once the timer goes off for the day because allowing your brain some time to be away from the report writing process will actually help you to write your reports more efficiently going forwards. 
Turns out words are hard today. Number two is to prioritize sleep and rest. Now, this seems super simple, but sleep and rest are essential for creativity, for clarity, and for avoiding overwhelm. Resting without guilt or distraction is the best way to rejuvenate yourself meaningfully. And yes, as I said before, these days that largely means putting your phone away and not getting caught scrolling. So sticking to a manageable nighttime routine is always helpful here and also helps make sure that you switch off from the day and you can get your restorative rest that your body craves at night. This also includes taking a look at additional things that you are saying yes to during this period and overloading your plate. So these are the things that might keep you out later, that might keep you from having some chilled out time. So is it possible to cut back on these things, even if just for a short while throughout the the report writing process? Number three is avoid the all or nothing mindset. Consistency is key to thriving during report writing. The little things done consistently result in the big things. An all or nothing mindset causes inaction and procrastination, which in turn increases our self-critical thoughts. I can't believe I didn't do that then. Oh, why, why do I never do the things that I want to do when I say I'm going to do them? So instead of being all in, Try to break your tasks into smaller chunks and allocate consistent times to achieve them. Number four, be kind to yourself. Always. You are amazing and you are giving it your best and it is evident to everybody around you. You need to believe this and you need to ease up on yourself. So listen to the way you are speaking to yourself and change that so that it is much kinder. How would you speak to your friends and your loved ones? And is that the same way that you're speaking to yourself? Notice how much more kindness and how much more warmth you experience when you are thinking, would I speak this way to a loved one or a friend? Number five, avoid decision fatigue. In order to avoid decision fatigue, being organized and disciplined in your approach to report writing is paramount. And it really does set you up for success. An easy way to do this is to make really simple decisions about the following day, the night before. So things like clothing, things like lunch, those really small decisions, if you can make them the night before, it means that you are not fatiguing your decision-making skills earlier in the day and it leaves more space for you to make more important decisions later in the day because you're not fatigued by them. Additionally, creating a really effective yet simple morning and evening routine here results in you needing to make less decisions at these times and also creates that space and that clarity. Number six is be intentional with your thoughts. Now, you will hear me talk about this all the time, so it's not new to you, but it's really important here as well. Starting each day with intentional thoughts will guide how you feel throughout the day and will allow you to approach the day with a sense of clarity and calmness. So a couple of intentional thoughts which could help here could be things like, how lucky am I that I get to share the students' progress with their family? So that brings on a a feeling of gratefulness. I am worthy of looking after myself. 
okay? Brings on feelings of worthiness and trust. If I rest without guilt, I will be more productive. So it's peaceful and deserving feelings. I can do this, empowered and motivated. I have done a wonderful job, proud. Teachers don't often give themselves enough credit for the wonderful job that they do, for the record. And another one might be, I can write with ease. So you're feeling confident and you're feeling fulfilled. Having these intentional thoughts will help you to really approach the task in a different view rather than in a view of, I can't believe I have to do this. This is taking so much time. I have so much on my plate already. The feelings that you feel there are very different. Number seven, nourish your body. And I really needed to hear this from myself today too, actually. So this includes nutrient-rich food, lots of water, and non-stress-inducing exercise. Okay, so preferably something like soaking outside in the sun, a triple whammy there really. But this also includes looking after your mental health by having self-compassion and allowing yourself to experience all of the emotions that come your way instead of just deflecting them. Because remember, if we just deflect them, they get bigger and they get bigger. So you are human and as humans, we feel Okay, so let us feel that. Let us acknowledge that and process it so we can move through it quicker. Now, number eight, you guys might be shocked to hear this suggestion from me because I never have suggested it before. And that is journal it out. Shocker. So a daily gratitude or loving kindness practice will help you maintain perspective throughout the report writing process. And additionally, a stream of consciousness or a brain dump will help your mind's ninjas, or sorry, will help clear your mind's ninjas. And it will assist you to write more creatively and in more of a flow when you're writing your actual reports. So get those thoughts out of your mind and then set yourself up to write your reports much easier. Some prompts here that could be included. What are my top priorities for today? What would it look like if this were easy? Why specifically am I overwhelmed? Is this thought based in reality? And what evidence do I have to prove this? What distracts me most? (laughs) And how can I minimize these distractions? And also, how can I approach this differently? What are three strategies which have been successful in the past that I could apply now? So there you have it, lovely teachers. Some super simple yet very powerful tips to help support you through the report writing season. You have got this. I am behind you. I have no doubt at all that you will smash this out. But use the strategies that I have above to support yourself as well. So in light of keeping this podcast short and punchy, I think I've just heard the morning tea bell ring, which means this little chat between two sipping teachers needs to come to an end for today. Between now and when we cross ear pods again, don't forget to remember your why and appreciate all the little and the big joys in your day. If you would like to contact me further to discuss any of the topics I share, please either send me an email to hello at michelleweeks.com.au, check out my one-to-one coaching program for teachers called Unfrazzled, or contact me on my Instagram 
at michelle.c.weeks. Chat to you soon.